Namaskaram, welcome to P Guru's Tamil. I'm your host JK. Today we're going to discuss about something uh, very serious that has happened in Tamil Nadu. And to discuss on this, we have founder of Street TV and Vedic Science and Studies as well as Research Center, Mr. Balakothan. Namaskaram, sir. Namaste. I, I guess until the Honorable Governor of Tamil Nadu spoke about this, that too to a newspaper, News Daily, nobody knew about this. The seriousness of the issue, I guess that the magnitude with which it has to be handled has not been done at all. Though right now what we hear that the NCPCR has taken Suomoto cognizance of this and I've asked the state chief secretary to respond within a week. That is what we know until now. The issue is? There was a case, in fact, kind of foisted, should we say that word, registered by anti-social elements in police station against child marriage, mm. and for which they did conduct some kind of uh, unethical test on two children, two uh, girl-child children, between the age of 11 and 14, studying 6th and 7th standard is what we hear. That's what uh, uh, the governor yeah, said as well. meaning two-finger test. Two-finger test. Um, yes. So, as I said, it is unethical. It is not approved by the court. The court denies that to be conducted, and it is not at all required there because it was just a case of child marriage. We know the parents of the kids have been taken to the police station. They have been made to sit there till 11 p.m., and this test has been conducted, though we also hear from the commissioner that that has not been done. He agrees to other parts of the acquisition, but he says this was not done. But still, I guess, should we go by governor's word? Right, you are talking about an unethical act. Okay, ethics is an antonym to Dravidian. So you can't expect ethics from this government. More than unethical, it is illegal. The Supreme Court has passed orders that this is unscientific test and this should not be conducted. And the present Chief Justice of this country has presided over that uh, bench right. when this case came about. It's, it's on a, a different issue. So I go by the governor's word, as you asked me, Correct. whether the governor is right or wrong. Yes, I go by the governor because I have previous experience with this government because I was a witness to some uh, riot where the forensic department of Tamil Nadu has given us wrong statement and that I even appeared in the newspapers. This happened in 1996 when Karananidhi was ruling. So uh, they are habitual offenders. So uh, 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 DGP of Tamil Nadu making such a statement is not new to me. And while the DGP is making such a statement, I have two more questions to ask. NCPCAR asked to go for a probe. Right. This statement came in the newspaper a day before Correct. the NCPCR's announcement came in the newspaper. Am I right? True. So probably the government should have smelt that the NCPCR is going to take a SOMOTO action immediately after the governor's address. It's obvious. Yep. Since the governor, governor has made this statement, it is obvious the NCPCR will take cognizance of this. So immediately to cover it up, 
the dgp was asked to make this statement before that announcement was made the dgp immediately said that no such tests were conducted it is preempting something correct so i that is where the governor can easily be justified this is what the statement is and what prompted the dgp to make such a strong statement immediately the next day why can't uh, the dgp said or say dr gay since the governor has made this allegation we will conduct an inquiry right that may be correct that is the obvious thing for any government to do the governor governor has made the statement so i it is uh, the district collector should have taken this up and said that okay i am going to initiate an inquiry into it or the dgp should have said that i am going to uh, initiate an inquiry into it within 24 hours the denial comes from the dgp and this is where i really smell the rat right in fact one more statement that the ncp ncpc have made is they wanted the kids as well as the parents to be given protection i'm not sure what they are fearing about or fearing for protection to this family so that you know the identity is kept uh, protected as well and nothing happens to them till they conduct all this uh, whatever inquiry that the chief secretary has been asked to make so he has been given a weeks time do you think we can expect something good out of it or you know anything that that would be justifiable after a week no i mean it basically depends on how the family is going to face the pressure right of the government is a gunda government whether uh, the government is going to exert a pressure through government departments or they are going to exert pressure through dmk gundas these are the two options now available for them to do and i am not sure whether the parents or the children will testify before them because when the dgp comes up with such a statement do you expect a local inspector on a si to go and support or to go and to protect the victims because the head of your force has already when he has written the judgment nothing has happened then do you think that uh, the local policeman or the local sp is going to do something which is contrary to the idea of the dgp do you think that it is going to happen i guess we can always assume that it might not happen how it can happen right because when your dgp is echoing the view of the government which is hell bent to destroy this chidambaram and this dikshadar from day one onward they want to take this temple over and they are applying all these pressure tactics just to beat them down beat the dikshadars down and to take the temple away from so they try to very other different means which never worked and now they are targeting these uh, innocent people i mean it is a sort of what i can say uh, in sri lanka it was a hindu genocide correct okay here it is happening in a different way because you can't do it because still hindus are 80% or so and still there is a government it's a non anti hindu government which is ruling so that is why they are protected right so i guess just going back to what you said in terms of this government is hell bent on taking over chidambaram temple yes they tried all mean they went to the court i guess the supreme court 
kind of uh, it has slapped the them on their on the knuckles. Cheeks. Yeah, exactly. And uh, in fact, so and right with now, slippers. <laughs> right now, they have no options. But just as I started saying as unethical, they they have just kind of gone into this gross uh, way of doing things. Do you think uh, they still have three years to go? Do you think they would be successful in taking over this temple any time? That depends on the Hindu community, how Hindu community is going to react and resist. They will try all means. They will try all the, uh, whatever, whatever is there in their sleeves, they will try it out. They will use the revenue department. Even they will, uh, you know. They wanted to audit. I mean, apart from auditing the temple, if nothing is going to be there, then what they will do? They will go to a Ditchada's house and they say that I am going to destroy this house because one inch of your balcony is there in the road. Then they will go for this. So some Ditchada will be there somewhere else working. So they will try to put pressure on them. So all these unethical things they will do because DMK government is known for that. So I don't think that it is uh, the fight is going to be confined only to Chidambaram temple or HRNC or something else. Now the fight has gone to the next level, targeting Dikshadar families. Right. So now you are in the second phase. The first phase is target the temple. Now if you fail in this, then target the people who are protecting the temple. That is the second phase. The third phase will be, they will target people who are supporting the Dikshadars. That will be the third phase. So the next three years, this will be the trend and this is going to happen. Look, this is not the first time the DMK government has done this. As uh, they took power in 2021, till date, the government has taken over 2000 plus Hindu temples. Taken over? Taken over. The government has taken over. In, in a way, I don't call it taking over because it is for the viewers to understand. The government has plundered 2,000 Hindu temples, and that is the right word to be used. Right. So they have done that. Again, HRNC Act says that if there are any discrepancies, you have to take over the temple, you have to correct them, and then you have to yeah. hand it over to them. Right. This is what the Act says. Now, the DMK is now claiming that they have taken over 2,000 plus temples, but how many temples that you have given back? So, if you can claim that the HRNC Act has provided such a provision to take over those temples, the same HRNC Act has given provision that it has said that you have to hand over the temple back to the communities. Have you done that? So, an act cannot be a one-sided affair, right? Right. And this is one thing that we need to understand. This act is meant to destroy Hinduism. Since this act is there, they will try all these things to do. So it is now imperative for the Hindus to come out and fight. Otherwise, you will be finished. It is not only Chidambaram that they have taken over. They have taken over communities, uh, temples belonging to all communities. So they will say that, okay, Dichidas, these Brahmins, they are ruling everything. So we are fighting for the cause of the oppressed. And what about the temples that you have taken over from other communities? So this government doesn't have any anti-Brahminism or anything else. It has got only one agenda, that is anti-Hinduism. So these anti-Brahminism, all these things, are to divide Hindu society. 
They don't want the Hindu society to be united. So by showcasing Chidambaram, they are dividing Hindus on caste lines. And this is what is precisely happening. This is what something that we need to understand. Then coming to the core issue, I mean, these temple things that we have spoken right. about many times. The two-finger test. The two-finger test. My question is, there are many people who are up, on, up in arms against the previous governor, Mr. Prohit. Right. Just for patting the cheek. For patting the cheek of a... Lady journalist. Journalist. Right. Who is supposed to be the incarnation of Mata Sita, I hope. Okay? I hope. Right. Okay. So every journalist were up in arms. Now kids were taken to the police station and you are conducting a two-finger test with them. Nobody has spoken about it. Nobody has spoken about it. Is it not sexual abuse? It is. Will this not affect the psyche of the child? I heard that some of the children, I mean, four children were taken to the police station and two were subjected to this Correct. test. And this is what I heard from the local community. And they even have the tendency to commit suicide. And this is what I heard from the local people. I guess one of the parents was supposed uh, tried to commit suicide. They tried. And then the, the community intervened and have done this. Yeah. And now my question is, what the government is going to do? Now my case... Uh, charge against this government will the police official or the revenue officials who are there when this test when they are subjected to such a brutal investigation will they be charged under the sections of abetting suicide as well as poxo poxco because you are done with the child yeah will you do that But the thing is, if any uh, one file a complaint, and the classic example is the case of this uh, Padma Seshadri school. A child who left the school five, six years back, she preferred a complaint against a teacher and uh, no evidence, nothing. Immediately, the teacher was arrested, arrested under a POXCO. Right. They thought by the name that he, was, uh, he is a Brahmin. But unfortunately, he is not so. Then everything got diluted. And I am not hearing any noises on this. Okay. This happened in that case. Right. Now here, there is an allegation made by the first citizen of the state. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately, Poxco has to go. Right. Because there, before inquiry, you have filed that teacher under Poxco. And here the complaint has come from the first citizen of the state. Why you have not registered even a case? That means the government is covering up. That means the government is a part of this conspiracy to do this. So the government is behind this criminal act. The government is behind this illegal act. The government is behind this inhuman act of subjecting a child to a brutal torture. Brutal in the sense, physical, mental, mental and sexual. Right. And when you are doing a two-finger test, it is to be construed as a sexual torture. On three counts, it is a torture. Why Poxco has not come in here? Why you know complaint was registered? 
the government has governor has spoken why don't you take so much action against the governors because the first citizen has said instead defense is coming from the dgp of the state right so so maybe the next question i have is this is one side you can see it as just just leaving behind the two finger test because you have spoken enough about that the dikshitar right there are about 3000 families is what we hear and they are a minority in some sense and the adinams right who are supposed to uphold the saiva tradition they are not speaking for them that is one thing that is worrying right the other thing being uh this government as we know right should be protecting whatever the minority that the 3000 families are and they are going against them so what do you think uh would the dikshitar kind of families do when there's a threat from the state itself first i'll address the issue of adinams yeah that is what i said in my opening thing still this hrnc is going to be there no adinam will come out and speak against the government government because they are also part of it <laughs> part of it because uh, madams they also comes under the ambit of this hrnc department so hrnc department is controlling them too they when if some gadinams are so good they will not speak against, against the dikshas yeah, right <laughs> so this okay. is what the maximum that you can expect from them right. otherwise the government will ask these adinams to issue a statement right. against them this happened you understand the government initiated a process the process of collecting details about tamil aham and they want to do temple consecration based on this tamil aham which was totally non existent and not saivite tradition spoke about it and adinams are saivite scholars as you rightly pointed out they are the real upholder of saivism right but an upholder of saivism should definitely know that the know that there are 28 agamas and these 28 agamas are given by lord parameshwara himself and everyone knows agamam ahinindra annipan talvarshe every adinam recites these words at least one time a day right so in their lifetime they could have chanted this not less than 10 20 lakh times right but the government initiated a process of finding tamil agam some adinams were part of the committee to find this then my question is if this is there this you are chanting every day and you are trying to search and create a new agama itself whether the uh, adinams are working under their own will or they are working under some pressure so what this hrnc department has actually done they have taken over all religious centers not only temples. not for the take sake of money or property but to put their ideology into the seats of religion so saivism what we are practicing over a period of thousands of years propounded by our elders or we can say that was regulated by maigandars saiva siddhantam or 
which was institutionalized properly by Tevara Murtikal will not be the Saivam that our successors are going to follow. It will be a Dravidiya Saivam. So, Saivism is going to be written by these guys. And now they say that we are going to write Agamas. Then now, what I will do with the verse? Agamam Aginindra Annipan Talvarha. This is about Lord Shiva. And now Shekhar Babu is going to write. Stalin is going to bless. Satyavel Muruganar is going to do a photocopy job. So whether these three are the holy trinity of Saivism now? Are they empowered to do an Agama? Because they are in the government, they are empowered. So whether it is Saivism or it is Dravidianism? That is debatable still. No, my question is very simple. Saiva Agama comes out from the mouth of Lord Shiva and this is what Saivism says. So if I write a new Agama, then either I should be Shiva or this should not be Saivism. Which one is correct? It can be. <laughs> this oh, that you have to come out because you need yeah. to answer this. Right. If I am a Saivite, if I am an Adran Saivite, if I believe in Saivite philosophy, this is what Saivism says. So what you are saying is the least that the rather all these Adhidams are doing is not accusing the Dikshita of anything. That's the best they are doing. I mean, otherwise, it is a question of survival. Right. But I am not happy with them. The reason is because this is the uh, this is the Shaivite tradition, which has fought several invasions to safeguard Shaivism. Unfortunately, the people who are in siege of power, what we call it, Adinams, they have to mobilize the community and come out and fight. And this is the purpose for which these Adhinams were made. But I am sorry to say that they have succumbed before this government. So the question comes to my mind. The Adhinam is created not to take care of the properties, not to take care of the temples, but to protect Saivism. Correct. But now to protect these temples and to protect the seat of power, to protect the properties which are there with the Adinams, now they are killing Saivism. Right. So this is really a sad part of it. Now take any Nayanmar, Adipatya Nayanar. I mean he went and killed the elephant of the Raja. Just for what? because it has thrown away the flower basket of Sivahami under. He couldn't even uh, tolerate. King with all his forces, he came to attack this person. He was there with the axe. Come, I will kill you, because you have done this injustice to Shiva. This happened in Karur. And this is the Saivet tradition, Shakti Nayana. He went on removing the tongue of people who spoke ill about Lord Shiva. And this is what the Saivet tradition has taught us. Some people have given their lives for Saivism. We have uh, gone through all these things in our Piriyapurana. This tradition is to be protected by the Adhinams. That is why they are called Adhinams. They are in the position of Adhinam 
to protect this Saivite tradition and to guide us like Shakti Nayanar, to guide us like Adhipatta Nayanar. But unfortunately, they are not doing it. They have to come out. Right. Hopefully, hopefully they can support the Dikshtas soon. But again, it is not only uh, Adhinams that I blame. The general public? General Hindu. What this general Hindu is doing? Even after knowing all this? All these things. All these... Th I, I, mean, I, I guess nobody is even speaking about it. I guess even they are hushed up or they kind of fearing the government rather, uh, not even opening their mouth or not even... Th there's, there's not even a semblance of uh, protest anywhere, even after the governor speaking about it. Does that bother you? Sure. This is what the 75 years of Indian independence has done to this country. The first war of Indian independence in 1857, one of the major issues behind it is the Britishers used uh, the cow grease, grease made out of cow right. for the, cleaning the, the ammunition rifles, yeah. you know. That is, that is one of the major triggering point. Sipai mutiny. I don't call it Sipai mutiny. Okay. <laughs> it is first war of Indian first independence. Indian so right. Sipai mutiny is a British word. Right. It is not a Sipai mutiny. It is an Indian war of independence. Okay. I proudly I say that. Okay. And that is the triggering point. This is how this was how the Hindu community is. Should Twelve thousand people they laid down their lives to save our Sri Lanka. The entire Sivacharya community, they sacrificed their lives to protect Madhuri Meenakshi temple. And these were there, the annals of history you can see. These things happened when the country was ruled by the most tyrannic Muslim invaders. So you, you have to understand the environment was so bad. Then. Then. <laughs> but. Now, after obtaining independence, a Hindu is not willing to fight for his cause. That means the entire Hindu community was de-Hinduized in the last 75 years. That is what to be said. Exactly. Yes, that is it. The thing is, I am ready to live my life to save my temple. That was the position before. And just after getting an independent India, you can't do even your independence movement is based on the Vinayaka Chaturthi procession started by Lokamanya Balaganga Dharatilak. He made it a people's movement through Vinayaka Chaturthi. And most of your freedom fighters, they all have spoken about Bhagavad Gita. Even the great freedom fighter of this country, Mahatma Gandhi, he said that Rama Rajya is my goal. And this is what he, the entire country came to fight for independence. It fought for independence in the name of Lord Rama, in the name of Lord Shiva, in the name of Lord Krishna, in the name of Lord Ganapati. And this is what your independent freedom histories. And now in the independent India, the independence which you got, saying that I will safeguard this tradition, the challenges for this Rama, the challenges for this Krishna, the challenges for this Ganesha, we need to protect it. So the entire independence movement is for this purpose. But in this independent country, 
the sake of independence is lost lost and no one is protesting against it or even speaking against it means the 75 years after independence you have committed a crime which a mohammedan or an english person has failed to do of not protecting hindus so you have de you have de bharatized you have de indianized the community so this community is not coming to fight for its own right which it got through its entire independence movement so you have committed a fraud on this nation the 75 years of independent india has committed a fraud this has cheated the people of this country this has eroded the psyche of this country this has broken the backbone of this country that is why no hindu is coming up to fight so in a larger sense who are all the stakeholders who are supposed to protect those are not bothered no they have to understand what sin they have committed right and now it is the time for them because history always teaches you lessons if you don't learn from history then i think that is the cardinal sin that you are doing to you to you and your progenies am i right absolutely so all stakeholders now have to put their heads together and said now we all have committed this now we all have a role to redeem this so it is a time for redemption by hopefully i guess after this ncpcr hopefully within a week the chief secretary would respond as expected with a proper investigation being done on whatever case that we are talking about the two finger test especially i mean i think that your hope is good <laughs> what they have responded in lavanya's case what happened in that lavanya case yeah uh, they said i guess they, the christians have the right right to preach what in the court yeah. okay what happened in that investigation on lavanya suicide so we are not now talking about it right okay? it's buried yeah buried this issue will also have this natural death unless or hindu otherwise hindu strike in the road i think you interviewed me before i did i said you the same thing this is going to happen no, nothing has changed <laughs> nothing has changed yeah. so it is again a warning that i am giving to the hindus in democracy i mean for indian democracy for that matter for the secular democracy you need to learn mobocracy first learn mobocracy then you will get democracy in your pocket hopefully Th- thank you very much uh, gautam ji balak namaste